0: Coach, you're coming off the back of a 3-0 victory at Al-Akhali. As far as I'm aware, you're unbeaten in 12 games. You've taken Al-Akhali to the top of the, the Saudi First Division. You know, obviously, the, the question I want to ask is, how are you How are you finding your time in Saudi Arabia?
1: Yeah, well, uh, thanks for that. Uh, I, I think it was proper timing. It just happened yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I had a different opinion about Saudi or perception, let me just say that, about Saudi before I came over here. Uh, but uh, I find it very good, amazing. It's, uh, it's not what I thought it would be, you know. Oh, what, what is Jeddah, it's a, it's a beautiful city, good weather, and a modern city, you know, uh, nice place.
0: When you say it wasn't what you were expecting, what do you what do you mean like that? What what were you expecting, and how is it how has it surprised you?
1: No, you always thought you'll find um, the place very conservative uh, and uh, people not just easy to talk to you and um, um, not open-minded, you know. So that's what I thought about Jeddah about Saudi, in fact. But uh, to my surprise, it's totally different. It's exactly the opposite.
0: And, you know, the, well, the last time you were on the podcast, we, you were telling us about what life was like living in, in Egypt, in Cairo, how, you know, you, you couldn't go out anywhere because you were mobbed by Al-Akhli fans. There was no rest, no peace outside of the, outside of the football. You know, how is it different in, in Saudi? Do you have a bit more space, a bit more, you know, capacity to to go out and enjoy yourself?
1: Well, uh, they gave me time. They gave me space. Uh, I'm able to go to the shopping mall. Um okay. Even when my family was there, uh, I'm able to go to a restaurant easier, to be honest. Um, look, they love their team also, but, um, you know, they do it differently. So I have my space here, much, much better, to be honest, in terms of my personal
0: space. Mm, that's good to hear, but also that, you know, there's still the love of, of football that we, we see in Saudi Arabia. I mean, the other thing you said when you came on the podcast was we asked you what your favorite food in Egypt was and you were saying with the lamb kofta. Have you been able to sample kind of any Saudi food and do you have a favorite?
1: No, but as I said to you, you know, it's, it's, just, it's just a cosmopolitan city in Jeddah. You, you have everything, you know. It's, it's like I'm in South Africa, to be honest. I must tell you, uh, whatever you want, you want seafood, you want uh, or sushi, sushi or whatever you want. You you have everything, I must tell you. Of course, they've got their own traditional food. Uh, my, my son loved the, the, the sheep. Uh, you know, like have the sheep on, on, on top of the rice. I don't know what you call that, but um, they loved it. I enjoyed it also. Beautiful. And you sit on the on the floor you know, on the carpet, you sit on the carpet and uh, and you go for it.
0: <laughs> I love it. It's traditional Saudi Saudi dining. I love that. And I mean, yeah. w- one of the things, I guess, you know, the last time you, you spoke to us, you were, you know, you'd moved on from, from Al-Akhli in Egypt and you were trying to figure out where to go. And, and you know, I think, you know, some people were surprised you made this move to Saudi Arabia, to, to Al-Akhli, who obviously is a huge club, but is kind of in the second division right now, the first division, the second tier, Um, you know, so we had some questions from, from fans uh, of the podcast and of yourself. And one of them was from Siabonga Dlamini, who said, you know, coach, you know, what is, if you can single out one difference between Saudi players and players, you know, in Africa, but especially in the PSL, you know, how is the football different? How, how is the, the culture of football different?
1: Yeah, it's a good example. Well, um, Saudi football, I would say that um, um it's full of foreign players because they like to 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 get their their league well marketed i mean the issue uh, i mean Ronaldo being here is also an example of that they like to have their league well marketed and they say they want people to have an interest on 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 the league hence they bring Personalities like Ronaldo here, over here. Um, and, but um, you, yes, the local players, the Saudi players, um, s- m- more of the attackers are a little bit small framed. You know, you don't find the big guys up front, but in the back, they have strong big guys to, uh, to, to tell you the truth. And I think uh, an, a, a typical example is what you saw in the, in the World Cup uh, in Qatar, you know. Um, Very good, skillful on the ball, also um, they like like technical players, Saudi likes technical players, but also they believe in in strong uh, players, foreign players, to make a big difference uh, in in the league. Um, Comparatively to South Africa, we have nearly the same style of play, to be honest. but well, South Africa is a little bit more. They express themselves a little bit more uh, on the ball uh, than than the Saudis, if we have to tell the truth. But um, they are also a little bit technical, and uh, the more they are quick players. Also, Saudis got a lot of uh, quick players, unlike uh, in Egypt. In Egypt, you have like European, a little bit stronger, bigger, bigger frames and bulky. But here they they they're small framed and they are they are quick, more attackers when I say small frame.
0: And and do you find that the football itself then is actually played at a faster pace than than what you found in, in maybe like Egypt and in North Africa?
1: Yeah, they are more, yeah. It is it is played at a at a faster pace than, than in Egypt. Um yeah. But I must say also. Egyptian football is strong and more physical than Saudi, and a little bit more. What can I say? More results orientated.
0: Mm, that's that's very much the the stereotype of of North African football. The results, the wins, is all that matters. I mean, coach. What one of the things you know that I want to ask about as well, and we had some people asking, like Martha, who's saying. Coach, I want to know what your goal is after qualifying the team to the first to, to the Premier Division. Now, it's very presumptuous of of Martha to be assuming that you're gonna kind of promote the team. Um, but like we said, you're, we're speaking the day after you've gotten them to the top of the table. You know, I want to ask, you know, what are the ambitions of the club and yourself? You know, if you can get to the to the top division, and has have those ambitions perhaps maybe changed with the with the arrival of someone like Cristiano Ronaldo now in the league?
1: Um, you, you said you want you, you, your question was what was the
0: ambition of our club and and yourself whilst you' whilst you're with the club?
1: Well for me it has been straight and simple and I've said it before I came here. It's for me to to awaken the sleeping giant and uh, the last two games uh, sold out full stadium so uh, and I've never seen them full like this before to be honest. So, I can say the sleeping giant is awake now, you know, to be honest. Uh, more noise, more vibe, more belief uh, that uh, we will be back, you know, and they're backing us now. You know, before they were a little bit doubtful because, you know, when teams get relegated and a big team like Allah is a big team, one of the top four teams in, in, in Saudi, if they get relegated, uh, when they got relegated, they lost about 80% of the players. Mm. And, 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 and we, I found young players and I found more players who were loaned out to Alakli. So it was a new team and a new management, by the way. So everything was new. I was new also. So it's kind of a, of a, of a vibe where nobody, not many people can say, this is how we do things here. You know, because we are all new here. You know, it's it's a revamp. It's a new new environment, new space, and 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 also sometimes the challenge is when you get players who are loomed out; they they don't belong here. So somewhere somehow you might find the culture of oh, by the way, I belong to the other team if I don't make it. So what I've got, the my team. You know, so I had to change the, the 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 thinking. You have to check. Change the personalities, the character, and um, and also I think the only thing you can sell to the that like I sold to the players is is do you want to be remembered as those guys who who brought back the team to the Premier League and be 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 on images and pictures and people must know you as these guys who were loaned out to to a team and they promoted the team. So I, I don't know maybe I think they bought the story.
0: Mm. And, you know, is that, is that great for you as a coach? You know, it's been probably been a long time since you've had a kind of fresh team, you know, even going back to the early sundowns, maybe even super sport days where you've had a team where you can build it from scratch in your kind of own image, play the football you want. You know, you've not, you're not coming into an established team with, with big characters and personality. Have, have you, you know, been able to enjoy that from the kind of coaching perspective?
1: Yeah, well, at Sundowns also when I came, when I started, when I came on, I found what I found. Uh, the team was also, in fact, was in a much more difficult position than the lucky. Luckily, I think they we were ninth or eighth when I arrived. But uh, Sundowns we were we were 14th on the lock, you know, it's just the relegations space. Um, and also I had to use what I had because I, I came over when the transfer is almost a few days to go. So, uh, in December, you know, I came in the middle of the season. So, the only thing I got in my Milady Sundowns is, is to get the players who were loaned out, like Temba Zwane, Rama, Rama Barcere. You probably don't know those names, but those were players who were loaned out. Um, and those are the players I brought back. And I had to use what I had. And, uh, and uh, we managed to move up the lock and we finished nine with my sundowns in five months time we, were, we finished nine. With Allah I, I, I didn't find them at the wedding but uh, emotionally they were in a worst position because it's a big club to be relegated but anything can happen, you know? So um, I, I, I just had to, oh, I had to work a little bit different. First, I was helped by this, the, 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 the preparation of the World Cup because the Saudi League gave uh, us a break for about two, three weeks when the team went, went to the World Cup. And for me, was, I was more lucky because I had two players in the World Cup and I had two players with the under-23s. The Olympic team also, they had the thing. So they canceled all our games so we were about 8 games behind so but that helped me to to it's like my pre-season so i had 4 weeks to bring the to know the team and to to bring it back and to bring the condition physical condition at the high at the right level because the condition physical condition was very bad of the players they were saying it themselves to be honest but that's what we did and uh, and also the culture of winning the mentality and put in my way, my philosophy, the way I think we should play. I changed the structure, uh, the shape of the team. and But also the shape of the team was not because I wanted this shape. I had to, to do the best of my abilities and the best of personnel I found. Because sometimes as coaches, we want to play a certain formation in a certain system when you don't have the players to play that formation. So always in football, you know, Coaches, we are you know, told that uh, you might like the way Pep Guardiola play or you might not like the way uh, whoever plays, but you have to play according to the personnel that you have. Play, play your best players on the pitch. And, 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 and that's when you can kind of find a formation. So I did that. And um, yeah, we worked we more hard on, on the physical condition. And we got them there, so that they can press, they can counter press, they can regain the ball, they can steal balls, and also they can move forward as quick as possible, and, and more the confidence of build up from the back, which they didn't want. You know, they were afraid to lose the ball from the back. You know, when you build up from the back, you'll always pay for it. You know, I just saw now Manchester City goalkeeper giving, two, giving two balls uh, were unbelievable. But that's, that's the life, that's part of it.
0: I think you know I have to ask this question, Coach, because you know obviously the thing is that has dominated um, Saudi football is obviously Cristiano Ronaldo joining joining Al Nassr in 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 the in the pro, uh, pro league. For you as as a coach, it, how excited are you? You know how has the impact been of Cristiano Ronaldo joining the league, even for you who's not yet in his league, but potentially could play him next season? You know what has that caused in kind of Saudi football? What has been the the result of, of Cristiano joining.
1: Cristiano Ronaldo is a big fish, we all know that. Uh, top player, uh, proved himself, uh, scored so many goals, and a, 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 and a professional, a top professional. You know, all his career, looking after himself, looking after his body, and really caring much about the game. And, you know, like, uh, uh, he still want to play. Um, Yeah, everybody speaks about him. He's everywhere. Uh, The world now knows Cristiano Ronaldo is playing in in Saudi and uh, it has brought spark and it has brought interest more on the Saudi league to say what's happening there. Uh, Obviously, everybody will talk about the finances around that, you know, but, uh, well, he deserves it to end it and uh, uh, he's been consistent in his career. So me, I, I, I think it's okay with that. I don't want to be questioning the, the finances, but uh, I said the guy was brought here, he deserves it, and why not? And it's also good for Saudi football. You um, can talk about PSG, I'm saying to with Messi and, uh, and Neymar and to keep Mbappe, if you really if you are honest. And then City also, we can go on and go on. Um, um yeah, it's 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 everybody went to see him. It was a friendly game here with PSG. He scored two goals in the game. So I think he started very well to show who he is, it's, even though it was a friendly game, but to score two goals against PSG uh it's not a it's not an easy thing. And he scored good goals. You know the goal is great. One was a penalty, of course, but the other one, is a good, header. You know, it really the Christian Ronaldo header at the back. You know, um, the famous one. So it shows that he still has the condition, he still has the physical presence even at this age. And uh, he played last match. Uh, he didn't score, but uh, he played. Well. I didn't see the match because I think it was happening the same time we're playing. But I got a feedback that is good. So it's good for Saudi football. It's, it's it sends. More interest like the French football. We didn't watch the French football that much. I'm talking about South Africa, but now that uh, Messi and Neymar have went over to the other side, it's the same. Same as when uh, uh, La Liga also got all the big players. Football, to be honest, and probably with German Bundesliga will be the same. In fact, it's generational, you know, in Italy it was that with Ruth Hullit, Van Basten, and, and Rijkaard, Ira, and then uh, Platini and all that. So, yeah, we don't know who was the next generation.
0: And, you know, we were talking, you were saying that, you know, actually the, the, the nations have earned that at the World Cup. You know, we saw the incredible performances from every single one, you know, Tunisia beating France, Cameroon beating Reading Brazil, but then, of course, the big one was Morocco going so far. And, you know, for you, you know, do, what was it like for you watching Walid Regragui's success? Because obviously, you know, you came and did the badges together, you know, and you're seeing someone who's, you know, earned his, you know, his food, like you say, you know, he, he earned that seat at the table, you know, both at a club level and then at an international level, you know, what were your thoughts on his, his success?
1: Yeah, we've been buddies together with uh, Walid, you know, there's been, a lot of, um, I don't know whether synergies or coincidences or whatever, but uh, like uh, he was at Al-Sat and I was at Al-Sat as a player, but he was there as a coach. Um, uh, he coached Fus Rabat and uh, he's, the, he's my friend who was, who gave me the training pitches when we were preparing against uh, w- Widad and, and also Raja Casablanca. So he's been a buddy, he's been a friend and we're together in the school. And in fact, I did the CAF uh, uh, the Pro license in the French language. Don't uh, ask me how I managed, but uh, I did manage. It's, it's, it just shows that anything is possible, you know? So, and he was the guy who was interpreting to me uh, some of the things and you must know that also that I have to give him the chance because he has to also to listen to the, to the lecture and, and I can't be disturbing him. And, and it was tough, but he was patient with me. You know, we come from far and we played the Champions League final together against each other. It was not nice. And a week after, we are together again in the, in the last session of mm-hmm. the Caf Pro license. And um, yeah, we chatted on the phone and um, he was the one who was encouraging me in the World Club World Cup. Do well, wish you luck, represent us. But now I had to return the favor, which was brilliant, brilliant. We were like on the phone almost every match. Uh, unbelievable, and uh, it was just riding the wave. You know, I said, "Go for it, brother," and uh, we'll see where it will end. It was a good story.
0: Yeah, it was an amazing story, and and you know, one of the so, things that we we've, we've noticed over the last years. Is is this you know almost explosion of African coaches suddenly performing so well from you know, even just five, 10 years ago, there were so few of you, you know, yourself or Graggy, even the Tory brothers, you know, obviously Kolo's now at Wigan, you know, we had Radi Jaidi come on the podcast, who's, you know, was at Asperance, now doing very well at Circular Bruges, you know, in, in Belgium and play you know, people like Florida Benge. You know, what 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 do you think is behind the kind of explosion of of amazing coaching talent that suddenly emerged?
1: Yeah, I, I so wish that the, the, the pool was bigger, to be honest. Uh, but you know, Walito also played in in France as a player. Uh the Senegal coach played for PSG also and played in the in the Premier League. Uh, and I played in Europe also, you know. So we we are familiar to to the football and the environment because we were there. But um as coaches, we, 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 don't, we didn't find the opportunity to be there. And uh, I think, uh, yeah, to, to Ray and, uh, Touré and Kula uh, Touré and Benny McCarthy sharpening the strikers at, at Manchester United. There was a the coach for Benny in South Africa. And I think it's slowly opening, you know? Uh, we wish if we can open with the clubs, you know? not us challenging Europe with our national teams only. Uh, because now Africa has realized that, I think we can go with our coaches now because we used, Africa used to go with European coaches. There's nothing wrong for European coaches to come at, at, at value uh, uh, in Africa. But I would also say uh, it should go the other way around also. You know, why is it going only one-sided? And uh, probably they didn't have confidence, probably. And remember, it's the first pro professional license, the badges that we have done, and Europe has been doing it so many years. So it's like we've been studying a manual, an inferior manual, when they've had the the right manual and you have to write the same exams in the Club World Cup. Uh, can Europe also support and help uh, Africa? Because our players are all there. Sadio Mane, Salah, Mohamed Salah. They are there. Riyad Mahrez is doing the business. I mean, we can mention all of them. They are there and showing that they can do it in that level. So my own opinion is always, in fact, even Waleed Raghav, we talk about it, we do get to say but don't you think they should also give us a chance? Because if we have the quality of the players that they have, and we add to what we know, I mean, something will will give in, to be honest, because I mean, the tactics are not that bad. And uh, the training methods we we have learned now. Now we know what Europe knows. So if we have the personnel, it's a different uh, thing, but, uh, yeah, maybe the next generations, our grand, grandchildren or great-grandchildren will, will get the opportunity. I'm always positive to say it, it, it might happen. But anyway, we meet them in the Club World Cup and, and we're showing who, who we are, you know? And uh, that's it. Even in the FIFA World Cup, that's where we show. That's the, that's the chance for us to say, hey, we understand this thing. We know how, how it goes, same as our players, understand your thing there right? and helping you with the Champions League. And I always say probably UEFA uh, should contribute to 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 KEF, to be honest, because because UEFA is, is much richer or wealthier than than the CAF. I mean if you want to compare prize monies and all those things. I mean and they get players from Africa. So why don't you get more players by improving the product there so that you can get more moments Allah said your moneys, is you know that's how I view it you know and uh, and and we didn't even have a chance to 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 come into europe even to 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 study or to i mean I've applied for the English premier pro license I've been kicked out many times and I even came to when they were still in Soho square and I' don't know yeah, there was never in the team. I was always oh, we have we still have more players coming in, uh, ex players and uh, yeah, but they are right. They have to look after the English players. This it's it's fair. And
0: like and like you said, you know okay. often. You know, I totally agree, especially that's so much of what we do on the podcast is saying, you know, it makes sense to invest in in cap in African football because you're already reaping the rewards. You know, you can get so much more out of it. But like you said, you know, sometimes and so often we have to fight for it. You know, it's not you know, there's no doors being opened. You have to force force those doors open. Coach, you know, that's th- I just want to finish off with one or two fan fan questions who wrote into us saying with questions they wanted to ask ask you. Um, the first one is was from a, an Angolan brother, Eriko, who, you know, we talked, touched on this a little bit before, but for the Club World Cup, he was saying, he said, first of all, I'm a big fan of your Sundowns team from, from 19, uh, 17 to 19. But then he said, how much impact do you think the Eurocentric standards for African footballers, you know, I think particularly the idealizing of this physicality and strong players as opposed to technical players, Affects African footballers, particularly those in the SADC zone, where you know players aren't as you know physically uh, you know advantaged as maybe the West African brothers, but the football tends to be a lot more technical. You know, how do you think that the that that European ideal of what African players should be impacts you know players from South Africa, from Angola, from you know wherever else?
1: Oh, you know, football is 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 very. Uh difficult it's not an easy way to describe it because football will always prove you wrong when when you find the Barcelona players with uh, Messi Neymar um um Xavi Hernandez and uh, um and uh, and the the top they were all small players they were not big players It was not uh, uh, there were no Haller than them in terms of the size you know uh, in Niesta. i mean y- you can just imagine um, but they managed to win the champions league so but on the on the contrary to that um, the barcelona team also was targeted because of three kicks and set pieces with the size. And uh, they had Puyol, they had Busquets, and they had a uh, uh, few players. And you must remember they had also Danny Alves, he's not as big as supposed to, or, or the left back, I forgot the name now, he's not also as big as that. So they had about three players who were not really physically good. Even Brazil, the national team, or, uh, because I was, I was working with Carlos Albert, Alberto Paera, who has won the World Cup three times. He also said it, you know, we in Brazil, we don't have many big players in terms of size. And we struggled in the World Cup with with the European teams when it comes to set pieces, free kicks and corner kicks and all that, they used to use their physique uh, in that space. So whichever way you want to see it, uh, I I think... uh, if you have very, very good football players, even if you don't have the highest, the biggest size, but you need to have at least four, five players who could help you in terms of set pieces to challenge because, because free kicks and corner kicks is part of the game and you can lose with set pieces. And, and, and you have lost the game. You cannot be coming out and say, oh, okay, but if it was not set pieces, then they wouldn't have won. No, I mean, really, it's a football game. That's why it's allowed to have. So you should make sure that you have enough players to cater for, for those kind of circumstances. But uh, look, who are the best players uh, in the world? Neymar, Messi, what, what size are they? And what kind of qualities do they have? They are technical players and they're not as big as they suppose, as, as if the size matters that much. And they're the most expensive player, players. And, and uh, even Mbappe, not such a, a big size like a harlot, but is the most expensive player in the world now. So, so size matters, yes, when it comes to set pieces and all that. But technique also matters when it, when it comes to controlling the game or decision-making or... Or, or or showing, you know, sometimes on one v one situations, this technical players will always uh, win against that. I mean, look at the Man City team. Look at Real Mar Look at uh, the Portuguese. Look at even even uh, uh, the Belgian. They're not that huge. I think the biggest player is Hazard that they bought now, but they never had. They all had the small players. Man City. And how did they win the? How did they manage to win the Premier League so many times? If really the size matters, but yes, now they've got Halak, they've got uh, Rory, is big, and they've got two center, three center, John Stones, and them. So they have uh, 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 Kyle Walker, and them two can help them to defend set pieces. So you need to make sure that you balance your team, and and if you have a very good balanced team. Uh, then it's good. But also, even even if a player is tall, but as long as he's technical, Ronaldo has got a good size, but he used to be nimble-footed, he used to be good, quick, and he used to have a lot of technique and speed when he was a little bit younger, you know? But Vinicius Juniors and them, there they are. So it's, it's, it's relative. You can never say that. I Me, personally, I'd like to have always a balance. If I can have four or five big boys, to help me with set pieces, and if I have the young, the, the the quick ones, and even if they're not tall, to be able to manipulate and tend quicker, they tend quicker, they move faster. You know, it's, 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 it is effect. Mm,
0: absolutely, I, I think that's it's so so true. The second question I have is is almost definitely the question we were asked the most when we when we said we were interviewing you and is a bit cheeky from my my South African brothers. They're saying is you know we spoke about the the, the similarities between Saudi Arabian football and, and and South African football and there a lot of people are asking you know is coach interested in any PSL players to bring into the Al akhli squad to to improve the team.
1: Yeah, I I think um, uh, in the division I am. In the first division, many South Africans will, will get their role to play, uh, especially as wingers and fullbacks. Uh, at center backs, size matters also, as we've been talking about the size. And, and they also believe to have uh, central midfielders who are stronger, a Casemiro size. And they also believe in that. In a player like a harlot up front, you know. So, so I would say, like, let's call it the spine. On the spine, they have uh, they have the body there. So on the sides, in the wings and fullbacks, and and eights like uh, Bernardo Silva and them Di we have sort of can play a group who can play um, in that space. But in the Premier League, it's a little bit different uh, in Saudi. It's like also in the Qatar normally there is who you are, where you come from, you know, because they like their league to be, to be, to be watched. And when you, have, when you come from the English Premier League, when you come from the French League, when you come from Germany and, and the Bundesliga or Italy, you have a little bit of an opportunity here, more than a South African to come to the Premier League. There's no enough chance for South African to, can do that. But me as a coach from South Africa, if I'm in the Premier League, I I I can recommend some players for South Africa who I know can play in, in the Saudi Premier League. No, many can play to be honest. There is an opportunity uh, for the players to to come over. Yes.
0: Amazing. That, that, that's good to hear that that those hopefully those opportunities are starting to open up. Coach, I have one final question from, from Fortune from Umulazi. And he said, My question to coach is Who is the best player he has ever coached? That's probably the hardest question you'll get, but who is the best player you've ever coached?
1: Well, I know it's a difficult one because, of course, players at the national team, of course, Benny McCarty, of course, Steven Pinar. Uh, it's very difficult to, to, to say that. And there's top players in South Africa, like Tlajombella, one of the top strikers. And he played in France, also in Bordeaux. So my Melody and downs, my captain, was top player. I think he could have also made it to play. Temba Zwani, one of evergreen top player. Kigendoli, Kamabiliad. You can just go on. I, I can't say. Really, really, I can't mention. You can't say one player was better than the others, you know? Even at Sundance, we signed few players, even though before I signed players when I was mm-hmm. living, and those players are, are still showing that they are, they are very good football players. So I don't know, I, many, maybe if I, if I have to make an, a list a, a, of 20, 20 players, maybe I can get around that. But uh, one player, no, I can't, I can't. Because each, t- each player, has its own generation. You know, it's like you say Alex Ferguson, my name, which player was 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 good for him. He'll tell you of Mark Hughes, he'll tell you of, of Ray King, he'll tell you probably of Cristiano Ronaldo. You, you can go on and go on. So a, a little bit unfair pressing for
0: absolutely. Maybe one day we'll have to do a podcast just committed to the that top that top list of 20 players. Coach, thank you so much. I appreciate your time and and you kind of giving up some of your afternoon to, to speak to us. And we, you know, we we've, we've said how well you're doing in the Saudi pro, uh, Saudi First Division, but we wish you all the best as you continue on that amazing amazing journey you're on. Thank you so much oh, for for joining thank
1: us. Thank you very much. We're doing well, and they they, they they start to believe they feel the stadium now. So hopefully, we take them back to the Premier League. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm humbled so much coach for leading me